My entitled stepdaughters ruin my vacation with my family after they intentionally hide my daughter's passport, demanding that she stay behind instead and babysit their children. So as a result, in a fit of rage, I cancel the vacation and now I'm being called a jerk and I seriously don't know what to do. First off, I want to say that every name in this story is fake. I've been married to my wife for five years. I have a biological daughter by the name of Sarah and I also have two stepdaughters by the name of Mary and Hannah. They're 25 and 28 years old. Both are single moms and live with us currently. There has been issues about the stepdaughters asking my daughter to babysit the kids. My daughter didn't have a problem with it at first, since this is what she does to earn money. But since her stepsisters don't pay her much, she would refuse to babysit. We worked this out by having my wife take care of paying for the babysitting. I planned a family vacation for three days, and I wanted everybody to come along. However, both of my stepdaughters suggested that my daughter stay home, and that she should watch the kids since my wife doesn't want her grandkids to come along. They said it's because the kids are used to my daughter and hiring another babysitter would cause issues. And also, they said that my daughter isn't too fond of our destination, but it's obvious that she wanted to go. They insisted that my wife offer to pay her double and there was just a lot of back and forth on this until I demanded that they stop bringing it up. We were supposed to go last week, but when everyone had bagged their bags and it was time to go, my daughter found out that she didn't have her passport on her. We searched her bag like crazy and then we went home and we searched there as well. My wife and my stepdaughters all kept insisting that we go back to the airport or else we would miss our flight. They insisted that my daughter stay home with the kids. They even told the new babysitter to go home because she was no longer needed. But I refused to go and I kept searching for the passport until one of the stepdaughters admitted that she helped hide my daughter's passport just to get her to stay home with the kids. And when I found this out, I was absolutely furious. I was so livid. I tried to get her to tell me where it was, but she said that her sister had it. But the other stepsister denied it. I then threatened to cancel the entire vacation if they didn't give it back. And it was only then that they gave it back to me. But even after that, I decided to actually cancel the vacation. And I blew up at them and I berated them. They stayed upstairs for a while and my wife refused to speak to me and said that I punished my stepdaughters for worrying about their kids and wanting them to stay with someone that they knew. I then got told that I overreacted and I ruined the trip for everybody. And this is all honestly so infuriating and I seriously don't know what to do. First off, what is wrong with your stepdaughters and your wife? And yes, I'm including your wife in this situation because she absolutely knew what was going on. There's no way she wasn't conspiring against your daughter. And the fact that she would defend her stepdaughters for their atrocious behavior is proof enough that she is not a winner. I mean, seriously, what were they thinking? Did they really think they were going to get away with this? Did they seriously think this vacation was going to happen without this guy's daughter? Like, are you kidding me? It's one thing to make a request and say, hey, could you babysit my kid? But it's another thing entirely to try and force this girl to stay behind just to watch your stupid children. I mean, how selfish and disrespectful can you get? They literally only cared about their own agenda and went out of their way to basically ruin this vacation. Like, the dad in this situation didn't do anything wrong. Because if I was in his shoes, I absolutely would have canceled the vacation as well. I mean, there's no way this is appropriate. They literally hid her passport just to get her to stay behind. And that's personally an entirely different level of crazy. And personally, I think it's time for them to move out. They have clearly been staying there for a little bit too long and they're a little bit too comfortable with the handouts that they're clearly receiving. So if I was in your shoes, I would start making those arrangements sooner than later because these stepdaughters sound incredibly selfish and they don't care about you, your vacation, or your daughter in the slightest. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love 
Am I the Genius? Check it out, link down below in the description. Am I the jerk for banning my sister-in-law from my house over the tomato sauce that she ruined? Here's what happened. So I have an older brother who's married to his wife who's 33 years old. I get along well with her, except for this one point. If you don't keep an eye on her, she will get into the kitchen and add seasonings to whatever is cooking. She thinks she's fixing stuff, but in reality, she's kind of ruining our food. This Saturday, I received 40 pounds of tomatoes. It took me the whole weekend to turn it into a sauce that I was planning to can. I can it plain, and then I add whatever seasonings and herbs is needed, depending on the recipe. They came to take a bag of spare clothes for one of their kids, and in the five minutes it took me to get it, she managed to get into the kitchen, add salt, pepper, olive oil, garlic powder, and Italian herbs to all five of the pots that were simmering on the stove. And when I asked her what she was doing, she had the audacity to say, this sauce needed some taste, so I added some for you. Like, I've never told her to not touch what I was cooking before. I was so angry that I knew I couldn't be calm talking with her. So I simply walked to my brother, told him to take the clothes and his wife, and that she is no longer welcome in my house. Now, she had followed me and was shocked and started apologizing, but I just kept ignoring her. I added that he should come by tomorrow to take the sauce that his wife ruined, because otherwise it would be thrown away, and that I expected 40 pounds of replacement tomatoes. They left, and he came back with the tomatoes, an apology letter from her, and an apology letter for the carrot cake that I made previously. But I told him that I stand by my decision. But now my parents got involved. Since I am the one that usually hosts, and since she is not allowed in my house, I told them to make alternate plans for Memorial Day. My husband says that I am in the right, but my parents say that my reaction is way overblown. So this honestly begs the question, am I the jerk for banning my sister-in-law from my house after she ruined my tomato sauce? I don't think you're the jerk in this situation, because what she's doing is really weird. You don't just go into someone's kitchen and start adding all these other ingredients simply because you think it's going to make it taste better. Like, she's just adding whatever she wants and says, okay, this will make it taste better. Like, what are you talking about? Doing that without asking is so toxic. So for the original poster, I don't blame you for getting upset. And I don't blame you for saying, nope, you're not coming back to my house. Maybe this is a temporary thing, but at least for this weekend and this celebration, your sister-in-law is going to learn a valuable lesson. And honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with that in the slightest. Today, I messed up by accidentally donating $15,000 to a charity when all I intended to donate was about $150. And once I started receiving hundreds of messages online thanking me for my donation, I knew that I was in trouble. Here's what happened. So this happened in February of last year, but my friends have been telling me that I need to put this online. So here goes nothing. My wife and I are both 31 years old at the time of this story, and we moved into a new three-unit apartment building in San Francisco. One of our neighbors is a 70-something-year-old retired veteran. We'll call him Joe. That's not his real name. For context, Joe is a white American guy, and he's also a devout Hindu priest. One day, I ran into Joe in my hallway, and he tells me about this charity that he manages for a community in Bangladesh. I wanted to support my neighbor and the charity, so I asked Joe to send me the GoFundMe link. The next day at work, I go on the GoFundMe page and donate $150. Well, or so I thought. Moments later, I get a text on my phone warning me of an unusually large transaction on my credit card. I'm confused, and I swipe it open to look at the text message. It says I have made a payment of $15,000 on GoFundMe. Now, immediately, I'm sweating. How could I have donated $15,000? I spend the next 10 to 15 minutes retracing my steps, and finally, I realize my credit card starts with the numbers 4 and 1. It seems I had accidentally started typing my credit card information while my cursor was still on the donation box. 
And just like that, $150 became just a little bit over $15,000. I call GoFundMe support line in a panic. And when I finally connect with a human, I explain what happened. He tells me not to worry and they will initiate a refund of the transaction, which should process in three to seven business days, which is a huge relief. But then I ask the agent if the charity will be able to see the donation on the GoFundMe page until it is refunded. The agent then asks me what I mean by that. So I ask him, what do you mean? What do I mean? Will they be able to see the $15,000 donation? Unfortunately, yes, the agent tells me they will be able to see it until the refund process is complete. I tell him that's a big problem as the entire GoFundMe had hardly raised that much money at that point. Surely they will notice their fundraiser doubling overnight, right? My plan was to knock on Joe's door the following morning to give him the full story so that he could pass it along to his contacts in Bangladesh. But when I woke up the next morning, I looked at my phone and I saw I had 40 plus notifications on Facebook. Someone had sent me a friend request, had liked many of my posts, and had sent me many messages. Immediately, I was concerned when I saw that the individual messaging me had a Hindu name, but I never could have imagined what I saw when I opened his first message. The man had sent me a video of himself from Bangladesh, surrounded by dozens of impoverished and hungry people holding bags of food, thanking me by name for my generous donation. At this point, I've leapt out of my bed and I'm pacing around the room. Part of me wants to scream. Part of me wants to crack up laughing. I start swiping through the man's messages and it is picture after picture of poor Bangladeshis thanking me for my kind donation. Literally hundreds of photos of frail, elderly, disabled, and malnourished individuals holding signs with my name on it, thanking me profusely. Needless to say, I couldn't live with myself just donating $150 after seeing how the community responded to the $15,000. I decided the least I could do was be able to add a zero, and so I donated $1,500 once the original donation was refunded. The charity's host was incredibly gracious and understanding, and he explained to me that $1,500 goes very far in Bangladesh. Ultimately, I think the whole experience is a win-win. I helped a great cause, and I got a funny story in the end. That is literally worst case scenario. I can't imagine accidentally donating $15,000 to a charity. Also, why is your credit card set up in such a way where that kind of transaction can go through right away? Like, that sounds like a massive security risk for you and your credit cards, and that is not something that I would let happen ever again. But thankfully, everybody in this situation was really cool about it, and they were still very grateful for your donation, even if it wasn't $15,000. Am I the jerk for threatening to never talk to my dad again if he forces me to give up my cat all for the sake of his new girlfriend? Here's what happened. So I live with just my dad. My mom left when I was five years old, and I haven't seen her since. And two years ago, my dad started dating a woman by the name of Karen. Karen is not her real name. She's okay. We definitely aren't close. It's kind of me doing my thing and Karen doing her own thing. I figured I'll be out of the house soon, so it doesn't really matter if my dad's girlfriend and I don't get along. Except we now have a big problem. I have a cat I got when I was 13 years old, and she was just a kitten. She has helped me through a lot of tough times. When Karen first came over, she saw my cat and said that she was allergic. Well, I personally don't believe it. She has been over multiple days, and her eyes don't get puffy or watery. She doesn't sound congested or anything, and she also doesn't get hives or a rash or anything like that. So I'm calling baloney because she constantly talks about how bad her allergies are, and yet I see no symptoms. Well, Sunday, my dad proposed, and of course, Karen said yes. Her apartment lease is coming up for her to renew if she wanted to, but last night, they were talking about Karen just moving in with us. Then she said to me, well, if I'm going to be living here full time, the cat's got to go. She complained she 
she's not always going to be dealing with her allergies. But I told them, no, I'm not willing to give up my cat. My dad pleaded with me saying it's unfair to Karen to have to deal with her allergies all the time while living with us. Karen kind of had a smirk on her face while my dad was trying to bargain with me. In that moment, I knew she was definitely faking it. After Karen left, I told my dad I will never forgive him if he makes me get rid of my cat. And I also told her that I think Karen is faking being allergic to cats. He then got mad and told me I'm being a selfish brat and I just don't want him to be happy. I know some people will say my cat is just a pet, but she's honestly family to me and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Obviously, first and foremost, you are not the jerk in this situation and this is an unfortunate window that you can see into how you're going to be treated in this family. Karen is going to take priority and your dad's going to be looking to you to try and solve this problem. I mean, what a travesty. How can this lady honestly say it's time to get rid of the cat? I'm moving in. Like, what are you talking about? I'm of the same opinion as the original poster. Cats or animals or dogs or whatever, they are a part of the family and they are something that you need to take care of. And it's really funny that your dad's saying that you're being a selfish brat and that you don't want him to be happy when in reality, he should be trying to take care of you as well as your needs. The original poster, by the way, is only a teenager in this situation. So the fact that the dad would be this selfish towards their daughter and obviously treating their kid like garbage just for the sake of this weird lady he's marrying is honest proof that he has tunnel vision to how toxic this lady is. I mean, that cat was there long before this girlfriend came along. And in my opinion, it's incredibly unfair and very cruel for the original poster to give it up all because this stupid Karen wants to get her way. Am I the jerk for not wanting to go on a trip with my pregnant fiance that I literally cannot afford? Here's what happened. My fiance and I are expecting a baby in November. We both have full-time jobs, a mortgage, and two dogs. I cover around 80 to 90% of the household expenses, including the mortgage, the power, insurance, internet, and water bill. She only pays for gas and groceries, and I usually cover the bill when we eat out. We've had this arrangement for several years, and we have this arrangement because my income is a lot higher than hers, and she has a car payment and student loans she's paying off. Recently, with a baby on the way, I've expressed the need for more careful spending. We've been discussing bigger expenses. However, today she suggested on going to Mexico to visit her godkids. She got upset when I expressed my inability to afford an unplanned trip, especially considering the expenses that we've already had this year. We took a trip to Denver in April, went to South Carolina last month for my uncle's birthday party, and I'm soon heading back to South Carolina to discuss his will since he has cancer and wants my assistance with carrying out his will. The tickets for the Mexico trip alone are currently around $600 each, and the total cost of the trip will likely be at least $2,000, considering other expenses as well. When she asked if I wanted to go, I honestly told her that I can't afford it due to the unexpected expenses we've already had this year. I have more credit card debt than savings at the moment, and I need to focus on reducing it. Additionally, as first-time parents, we should be financially prepared for any unexpected expenses that may arise. I also reminded her that I lent her $2,000 recently to pay her income tax bill, which she promised to repay as soon as she could save up the money. She accused me of being selfish and claimed this might be our last chance to travel before the baby arrives. I suggested a more budget-friendly alternative, like a local trip to San Antonio, using my accumulated points for a two-night stay. However, she instantly rejected the idea and insisted on seeing her godkids. I then told her that if she really wants to go, she can do so, as I believe it's more important for us to be financially stable before the baby arrives in five months. We haven't made any major purchases 
pictures as yet, despite her sisters planning a baby shower. In fact, last night, I sent her a screenshot showing my credit card debt and my savings account to her. I told her I'm basically paycheck to paycheck now because life has been a bit more expensive these past few months than expected. I've cut back on streaming services, eating out, and we used to eat out once a week for a date night. She said I'm overreacting and she would sell some concert tickets that she had bought to get money back. She said that money comes and goes and I should live in the moment. I told her I'm more worried about making sure that we have a home to live in and her suggestion was that we could just sell and downsize. What should I do? Your wife is being irrational. Seriously? She wants you to sell and downsize your home situation just so she can go to Mexico to visit her godkids? Like seriously, what is wrong with her? This is so inappropriate and so disrespectful of all the times you step up and literally pay for everything. Like she clearly just doesn't understand that you don't have all this money waiting around. And she's even seen your bank account and screenshots of your credit card debt. Like come on, she can't be that dense, right? She is not thinking like a future mom. That baby is going to hit her like a hurricane if she keeps spending money this way. Like babies are super expensive. This is not going to be a simple thing. So hopefully she can find some kind of reason out of what you're saying because you're literally living paycheck to paycheck and the way she's acting right now is incredibly selfish. An entitled customer demands service after hours at a gas station I work at and after insulting me, I come back with the funniest retort I possibly could think of and I'm honestly so proud of how it went down. Here's what happened. So I want to start off by saying that this just happened last night. I currently work the night shift at a gas station and convenience store in the United States. Thankfully, this one isn't open 24-7 and it's open from 5.30 in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. By the time 11 o'clock rolls around, I was just finished up with the last few remaining customers. As the last customer is walking out the door, I head to the front to close up for the night. Before I could do so, in walks a middle-aged man asking if he can buy some cigarettes. I should know that this same guy was in here earlier, buying a lighter about five minutes before we closed. He seemed a tiny bit abrasive when picking out which lighter he wanted, but I just chalked it up as him having a bad day or something like that and wanting to have a smoke but finding himself with no lighter. After he walks in asking if he can buy a pack of smokes, I told him that we're closed for tonight, but he's insisting, saying to me, come on, it'll be real quick. Now keep in mind, if he had come in even a minute before closing time, I still would have likely helped him out. However, it was already 10 minutes after closing. I've got a store to clean for the next morning and I was already pushing it, serving the last few customers past 11 o'clock. Any more time after that and I would get in a lot of trouble with management. I again tell him that we're closed and as I'm just about to apologize for the inconvenience, he gets this really upset look on his face and says, oh, you're just a little jerk then, aren't ya? It was honestly too perfect. I was waiting for the right opportunity to burst out this retort. With my best matter-of-fact tone of voice, I said, yep, I'm a really big jerk. You're not getting your cigarettes though. After that, he walked out saying something else, but I couldn't hear him over me saying, have a good night, and I promptly locked the doors right behind him. And I'm not gonna lie, I was definitely smiling to myself at the end of the night. When I worked in customer service, I literally could not stand when people came in at the last second. Like seriously, you had all day to get here. I understand people have work, I understand that people have a lot going on in their lives, but you couldn't have gotten here just a little bit quicker. Like seriously, you're coming in right now, and it doesn't help that the guy in the story literally came in earlier to buy a lighter. Like what did you buy the lighter for, sir? Did you buy it just to look at it? You made a big fuss over which one you were getting. It honestly feels really silly. And the original poster has it right. They probably would get in a lot of trouble if they did decide to keep this customer there and try and help them out. Because knowing my luck at least, someone else would probably walk through the door and hold 
me up even longer. Like, I'm not trying to get in trouble for taking overtime, people. You gotta go. So good for the original poster for putting this weird guy in his place. He clearly had a really bad attitude, and that bad attitude will never get him anywhere. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.